0: Hello and welcome to episode 85 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to just get rid of all of our issues and make something creative in the world. Most recently, it's been a supernatural action comedy comic called Deathless and Steven are kicking butt with it. You did something amazing, Steven. Steven, this week, you did something that's like, that blew my mind and has been like getting everyone's attention and everyone seems to love it and it's a huge deal and I, I can't believe we didn't do this sooner, Steven. Steven, how did you and I, how did you and I launch a Kickstarter for this comic book? (laughs) Hang on. Steven, Steven, between the two of us. Now, we are seasoned professionals, my friend. We have been doing this for 20 years. We've been trying to do this. And we haven't learned the very simple lesson that, like people judge books by the cover steven we were like the very
1: cover the
0: very cover okay so this week steven you made a cover and i think it's it's beautiful it's right here steve like like mm-hmm. here just it. in case it's
1: on me <laughs>
0: how do you feel about your cover dude
1: i think it's one of the like single best pieces of artwork i've ever created personally
0: so there's the cover dude i agree it's one of the single best pieces you've ever created for sure
1: i mean because like most of my pieces you can basically tell where i like was into it and then like lost interest and did less and less details around you know but with this book I've, I've been more consistent on every page where i like basically push it every panel but this cover it was one of those very i mean like i think the sphinx alone was like an hour and a half two hours so oh, like, it shows I, like that yeah okay i'll tell you you i mean you say it's it's
0: even all around but that sphinx is the like upper lip of a napoleon dynamite drawing that he, <laughs> you, like you took several hours on that that like pharaoh sphinxy looking character Character. the sphinx like,
1: i would say the sphinx and the angel got the most love yeah no they're and then,
0: dude it's beautiful i love that freaking. Sure. i love that cover so much it's like it is like definitely one of my favorite things you've ever drawn for like it's mm-hmm. it's so much fun it was exactly like and you, you did the thing with the eyes and found a perfect brush for it to save our life that lives. brush
1: was like amazing because like like i said when, when and play it again like and like this is just you know my you know awkward going into using the digital medium and just not knowing that craft as well as some other people do but going in like when I I colored play it again which I did color digitally like every glow effect in play it again is literally two layers so it's literally like a a, an airbrush green with an airbrush white that's slightly smaller to kind of create that lightsaber glow basically but then I was like Man, it's gonna be really tricky to do wavy. Are we allowed to wavy. say lightsaber, or will will like Disney eat us? George <laughs> Lucas gonna sue Maybe. somebody. <laughs> it's a, I don't want to get smacked by George Lucas. But see, I the thing is, George Lucas, gonna, and then someone smacked him, and he's like, "Keep my name." <laughs> no, <but> anyways, <laughs> got got interrupted before we can even get sued by George Lucas. But anyways, well, Disney gonna sue somebody. But anyway, okay, okay, uh, okay. Will
0: Smith, I'm gonna let you finish. But Kanye had one of the <laughs> best interruptions of all time. <laughs> Oh, sorry.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> yeah so like that laser brush that I found like literally creates that energy look but I can kind of calligraphy pen it if, it if that makes any sense where yeah, I can like course. pull up and push down and twist and wave my wrist and kind of create those like you can like, bivity bobbity
0: boop the exactly like, like, the
1: and like dude like literally th- th- that part like looks like the most crazy and that literally took me 15 seconds yeah. I'm not even joking oh. like I literally like use that brush yeah. and like literally and it, first attempt i just followed it and i was like oh yeah i'm feeling this and like yeah. anyone who sees that page it, it like the the lighting
0: effect beautifully ties the concept of the comic and just ties the room together as a whole like mm-hmm. it looks so good to bring the characters so you can see that they're all kind of sharing some you know this energy and you know sense. Mm-hmm. and of course when you read the book it makes more sense but seeing it on the cover it's just beautiful uh dude you so that's amazing did you end up getting anything else done for the book this week
1: no, I like that cover really took a lot out of me, so I actually just like kind of took like a mile. Dude, it's like, a
0: huge failure, everyone. <laughs> failure. Look <laughs> at Stephen to <laughs> fail. I have
1: I just like I like if you're doing the
0: math. If you've never watched our podcast before, know that I've never failed once, even ever since the week.
1: <laughs> I mean, in all actuality, you're responsible for 88 percent of that cover because you're the one that figured out switching it from purple to red. So
0: Listen, I nailed that cover. I, don't know how <laughs> that is. I love. Yeah, I love you. It's so funny, but no, it, it looks really good. I like. I love that cover. Um, I got a lot done too this week. Like, I was. I'm so happy with like every time I finish a page that's like a lot of characters. I'm like, oh. Yes. I might get back to a page where it's just <laughs> one character again, which is so nice. It's going to be amazing. Like the book is looking so great. Um I'm so happy for it and like I'm so excited for everyone to read it. But we do have other books to talk about and stuff, Steven. Uh, we, have friend, we have our friend. We have a friend. We have a guest of the show everyone. We have a guest on today and I'm just I'm excited because it's someone we've actually met in person and we're we actually like his work and it's pretty cool. It's going to be fun mm-hmm. to talk to him. All right, everyone. Welcome Edwin De Castro. So we have issues. Hey guys, how are you? What's up, Edwin? It's nice to see you, dude. Nice so, to see y'all too, man. Edwin is the writer-creator of Lost Between Worlds, a comic book which Stephen and I have both read and loved and is now going on the second issue, has just launched on kickstarter the kickstarter is live now so if you as as of this episode you can go and check it out the links are all below so go check that out but we'll be talking to edwin to learn about the comic so what's up dude how's it going so far pretty good man excited
2: yeah i don't know if you saw the post i made literally like a few hours ago uh kickstarter chose us for projects
0: we love so yeah it's been going oh good. that's
1: awesome dude Heck yeah man
0: <laughs> i i mean i feel like you're throwing shade at us because that happened once the first time but not the second time and i feel like they stopped loving us they were like, <laughs> well, they were I'm like the opposite. Yeah. I, for my first time, it didn't happen. So oh yeah, okay, right okay, for, okay. for the second that's cool. one, dude, that's amazing. Though I'm so freaking happy they, for you. Like they the- straight up were bro- like, "I don't want to play with you anymore," and just <laughs> threw us to the side. We <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah, gave you a freebie the first time. Now you're on yeah. your own.
0: Oh man. Dude, that's so cool though. Um, like I was so excited when I saw that launch, I was just like, I gotta get in there. And you have like you have some really cool tiers. So for anyone who's uh watching us right now, go check it out. It's some really cool tiers. You can become a zombie, which is what I did. Steven, I'm gonna Me be a too, dude! I did, I did too. I did. So
1: can we be okay. zombies together? Please, please, oh, please. do Of course. Hang on, course. hang on. That's, that's
0: a awesome. give. I have to tell you, okay, I will accept that and I love that and I want that so bad. Let me just tell you, really quick, an update on my life and how adorable my life has been recently because this show is about me. I don't mean to know this.
1: <laughs> me. <laughs> do it.
0: me. No, okay. Okay. Enter so- Anthony's world. So anyone so anyone who's been, like, following my Twitter knows that, like, I have w- been, like, jumping into to Kickstarters and just kind of being like, I need this to work, you know? Just, like, I, uh, so i talk about it constantly. So, like, I've been talking to my girlfriend about Kickstarters, and so I mentioned yours. And I was like, I love Edwin so much. I need this Kickstarter to, like, kill it, you know? And, and so she was like, well, which tier did you get? And I was like, I got, the, I got one where you get to be a zombie. And she literally just stopped, and she was like, me too. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, yes! She is the coolest, most supportive person in the world. So now, Steven, myself, and my girlfriend are all gonna be zombies in your book. And I'm so excited for this.
1: Edwin, awesome, I want man. you to draw her at least 10 feet away from us, though. Like just, I feel like she's putting a wedge in between and like I just I need to be like in the middle. no I'm just kidding. Can you do it? Can you can, do can, you, you, want, can but... you draw
0: I, I want my I want the artist to render my girlfriend with a Yoko Ono shirt on. It's <laughs> Erin the Band of Art. Yeah, she's like, she's literally you. the sweetest. Yeah, yeah no, I
2: met her at the con. She's amazing.
0: I yeah, she's you incredible. Have to tell her thank you for me. Yeah, dude, it's I'm so I'm so excited though. So we met, so Steven and I at our very first convention, which you can see a picture of here, uh, got to meet Edwin, um, and your lovely uh, better half, and it was, dude, it, that was so much fun. It was so great to be able to actually like meet meet you after like spending so much time talking on Twitter and kind of like you know growing as friends and stuff, and like it's so cool to like see you working the booth like that. Um, I will say that like you're one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life, and I'll always remember that I turned the corner in the convention and literally heard you just talking up our show to a complete stranger
1: it's <laughs> like operating like, his own booth and selling us basically yeah so
0: like i turned the corner and you're literally talking to a stranger telling them to go check out our show and our book and i was like he's gonna be my friend for the rest of my life this is awesome I can't believe this <laughs> so i was just like so yeah, it's, the, like, you know, it's natural yeah, dude. Like it's so cool. I mean, that's all we want to do is like build up and community and stuff. So. Edwin,
1: if memory serves, because my memory, Anthony's memory is impeccable. He remembers every life event, everything. Like he's 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 a, a walking, like just computer, basically. Me, on the other hand, I feel like I'm gonna have dementia very young. So, like, <laughs> but if, if memory serves, our first encounter was my Final Fantasy. Was it the Sephiroth Kefka post or was it was it another Final Fantasy post?
2: No, it was that exact one. You were that's asking a- uh i think we're, it was like who makes the better villain just yeah you were like uh, wanting to sketch something and you know just socialize with people and yeah that was where we first interacted for
1: sure and it like literally took off which is awesome like you know because sometimes those friendships like just become like um you know like we you, you share likes back and forth but that was actually like one of the friends like it was like a friendship that started off so like simple and then like yeah like we got to meet you we got to like you know like invest in each other's projects and just become like friends and it's Really awesome that something simple like that can happen. So people on Twitter just engage with people because you never know who's out there that's like meant to be in your circle you know what i'm saying if that makes any sense all right enough with the pleasantries yeah, let's better. get to the hard hitting interview
0: <laughs> let's get it like now we we're like oh he's no. our friend let's destroy his heart no um okay steven i do have some questions though i have some questions that i have to ask him like because we're creators and he's a creator and like we're all best friends but i think we should ask him some questions to get to know him absolutely right okay on. okay let's do this all right edwin question the first what were three of your favorite cartoons growing up? Ooh. Easily number one, Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: number two would be Hey Arnold. Number okay. three, let's see, hmm. let's throw one, just off the top of my head, Dexter's Laboratory.
1: I love those. Are movie. all great shows. I mean, like it's weird like i would never have claimed like hey arnold was one of my favorites but like when anthony asked that question for some reason that was the first show that popped into my head was hey arnold i don't know why
0: but well, that's funny on that same yeah, way, isn't but... that weird <laughs> yeah well for me i feel like hey arnold was like half a generation up to like that would have been what doug was for me like i watched hey arnold too mm-hmm. but like doug was my version of that where it was like a character that i related to who was like a really like low-key kind of guy you know just like really cool humble guy trying to do his best and dealing with whatever life you know is dealing with um but i love doug because he was you know comic book artist and like nerd it's true yeah but, i love the quail too. man doug,
2: i think uh doug was really cool slice of life growing up because at least to me, it seems he was a bit older than Arnold. I could be wrong on that. But what I liked about Arnold is how like you got stories about everyone else, like the whole neighborhood and all these strange weirdos that lived in the town and stuff. I love that. Absolutely, would,
1: yeah. like you know, Arnold, like as like as a Florida boy. Especially like from Cape Coral, it's not that Cape Coral is not a, a city, but like it's not like that type of city, you know. What I'm it's not New York City by any means. And to see like how like I don't know, like it was really cool. It was like like a peek into the the life that I'll never live, basically. And yeah, there's a lot of interesting. I'm with that buzzers. attitude, Stephen. You can be <laughs> stupid Boy. You can be stupid Boy. I Super don't know what boy when... never leaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> Love
2: it. So Me and my okay. girlfriend sing uh, the the Ronnie Matthew
0: song like literally all the time. She had <laughs> it as her ringtone. That I saw your face and wow! Oh my god, all the <laughs> that's awesome. I I love like. I don't I think about that stuff all the time okay so how do you feel because like you guys are both uh you know happily in relationships and such like how do you feel as far as like watching the same things you're being inspired by similar things as your significant other like do you guys get to bond over like songs and stuff like that like you know mm-hmm. like do you have any like major differences or do you- oh yeah we got plenty
2: what's kind yeah. of funny is uh I like to show her you know shows and movies I'm into. She eventually gets into it, but at first she's so against it. She yeah. used to be like, you know, cartoons are for kids and blah blah blah. But then I would show her some stuff that she just couldn't help but like. And now she's a bit more receptive. But yeah, like for a while she was just like, I don't want to
0: watch that. That's, That's always so what funny. you always want to watch. But yeah, she ends up loving it. And yeah, we really along through it. That's awesome, dude. Like, well, when we met her, I mean, I, I- of course but like when, when we met her she was like talking about animes and I was like that's <laughs> me I was like this is so much fun like being everyone gets to like relate and we're all talking about all this stuff and I was like must be nice guys I'm kidding I was like early on in my my relationship situation now I'm a seasoned veteran in this relationship <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you guys know this but like I'm equal to where you guys are relationship <laughs>
1: story. he went to the hyperbolic time chamber and spent two you know two days in there which was you know two years so no, um... I,
0: I, I took I took several hearts like Grinch hearts like three sizes <laughs> Too big, and I put them around my ankles and I weighted myself down like Goku, and I trained in the art of relationships.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then, Dude,
0: I, t- well, I took them off, and now I'm just as powerful as Steven. I can't help it. You know what's funny? Speaking of DVZ, like, that was an got... anime that even
2: as I started getting her to watch anime, she was like, I'll never watch that. And I myself was like, Yeah, I'll probably never get her to watch it. But I don't know what it was. This one day, everything just magically clicked where she started watching it. We literally watched all of Dragon Ball Z Kai. We
1: watched Dragon Ball Super. She's seen some of the movies. I was like, "Dang, we made it! We made dude, it!" That, I she think, was, it was, but dude, can I be honest? Because Tina and I were together for probably seven or eight years before she finally decided to like digest Dragon Ball. And I think it's Kai, dude. I think DBZ Kai trims it enough yep. and simplifies it enough to where the story beats are quicker. Because like, I actually started watching Dragon Ball Z Kai again with my kids and like dude i remember snake Way being much longer than than it is in kai like snake like goku's on snake wave for a, like an episode <laughs> and a half but like when we watched it it was like he talks to the snake woman he falls into hell he has to you know beat the guys down in hell He does like yeah, there's all these things that happen like all that's cut out but we actually had to stop watching it because chase my four-year-old she was kind of a little sick and she was just in a weird emotional mood but like The way Piccolo was treating like uh, treating Gohan like after Raditz killed Goku, like she was like sobbing. She's like, "I just want Gohan to go home." Like she was like so upset, and like we had to just stop watching because it was like breaking her little four year old heart. Like it was so funny. Why is he so mean to him? It's so funny. Which and I was like trying to tell her like this this is the greatest. Like this, what what Piccolo and Gohan eventually have is the greatest. You man, need this. Learn. (laughs) You should have just trained her. You should have just thrown her in the pit and just been like, now it's time. She's going to wake up this weekend. I'm going to throw her, She's like, oh, my God. I'm like, now, you know, fight for your life. There's no one <laughs> so, here for okay, you.
0: Okay, okay. Back to our back to our interview, yeah, no, do you... Um Okay, Edwin, how long have you been writing? And, like, did you start with comics? Have you written other sort of uh, medium? Like, have you worked on other stuff?
2: I started writing, I don't know my exact age, but I was probably like five or six, literally writing like fan fictions about like Mega Man and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I used to write in colored pencils. So like Donatello was purple, like nice. Mar- I used to be so cheesy about it. And then like in middle school, it transitioned to kind of my writing like fan movies. Like I wrote a, a whole movie of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street back in like eighth grade. So yeah, I just wrote a lot of fan fiction. Finally started taking it a bit more serious in high school where I started writing like short stories and then yeah I don't know I gave up the writing life for a while because I was like it's so hard to get into writing as a career I was thinking big term when I shouldn't have where I was like yeah it's like no one's gonna want to read my books and things like that who reads anymore these days so I kind of just at one point combined both my loves of writing films and shows and things and I was like yo comics is kind of a good medium to combine them because with comics when you're thinking of panels and stuff it's almost like being a director you have to think of what in the frame storyboard
1: like yeah so it's kind of like yeah you know? yep comics are the cheapest way to produce a film basically <laughs> i mean that's that's basically what they are like they're i mean just... i don't know dude
0: like i mean that's true but they can also do things that movies can't
1: do absolutely really skylight, really. especially stylized things like yeah you know, exactly but...
0: yeah. so i i absolutely love them dude yeah. um but no that's that's i think a lot of us get into it that way where it's like we realize the potential in comics um but you don't draw your own comics, right? Like you you write and then you send off to an artist. How did that how was that process like? And like what would you suggest for people who are in the shoes that you were once in who are like inspired and wanting to write stuff but can't necessarily draw on their own? For me, it was just about finding the people. I found them actually through
2: Reddit. I think every single one of my artists was through Reddit. And yeah, it's just measuring their or not measuring but checking out the portfolios making sure you don't rush into like the first thing you see just decide what works with you and then just communication communication is key with your team and just go for it like it's a matter of just going for a lot of people get so you know like scared of just trying scared of putting their material out there but you never know until you try that's the biggest thing i always tell people never know until you try if you don't Mm -hmm. you might end up regretting it like years later
1: oh yeah man. i mean that's what we're doing basically we're just going for it and just improving as we go basically why like you can't just like go ahead and drop your like you know masterpiece like on the world i like, can't just wait and build up and then drop this like bomb of like fictional like like chop suey that's just gonna like you know blow everyone's minds like you just gotta just do it you're gonna get the most experience from just doing it right so oh yeah dude um so how did you, how did you land
0: on Lost Between Worlds as being like, this is your first comic book that you've published, right? Or do you have- Yeah, this one? is my
2: first, yeah. Okay, uh, like,
0: how did you land on this one? Like, I'm sure you probably have a bunch of ideas like the rest of us, right? For me, it was kind of like an idea I had for
2: a while, ever since watching Note Like, at one point I had a theory, not a theory, more like a, I guess it is kind of a theory, but there's this one moment in Note I don't know if you guys seen it, where Light is asking Ryu to Shinigami about like their purpose in life. And he says he doesn't remember because they've lived so long that now they just kind of kill people just to continue living. Because in that show, the Lords basically, they can see a person's lifespan. And when they kill them, their remaining lifespan is like transferred to them. So that's how they can continue living. So that always triggered my mind. Like their purpose had to have been basically like Grim Reapers, you know? Like before they just kill people when when their time is up, right? That's why they can see their lifespan. So I don't know, that kind of just always triggered a thought, a rabbit hole formed during the pandemic where I was doing uh, Postmates and things like that. I had plenty of time waiting for food, driving, ideas were coming in my head and I'm like, oh, let me write that down. And so, yeah, I just kept going from there.
0: Like yeah, man. What do you have planned for Lost Between Worlds? Like, do you have the whole story planned? Is it, like, an ongoing that you'd like to see go, like, a, a million issues, like, every Marvel book? Or is it, like, a finite story that you have an ending in mind for? I a finite ending
2: for it. Basically, in the first issue, it's kind of foreshadowed that there's, like, a 24-hour time period that's kind of confirmed with the next issue. So what I want to do is have it 25 issues total, counting the first issue, would ended up being hour zero. Because that doesn't fit into the 24-hour time frame. It's kind of like... It's issue one, but it's also
1: like a prequel in a way. It's the moment so, yeah. that sets it all off, right? Basically. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. it's not hour one. It's yeah. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really So cool. the total should be twenty five. That's awesome. Um, do you have? I can't, dude. I I love it. I, I I'm sure everyone's like, who watches this will want to see. It. Obviously. Can you see these? I don't know if you can see Oh, I, I can them.
2: Yeah, nice. Yeah, man.
0: So, like, yeah, we, we have these books. I actually, I'm pretty sure my tier is going to give me more copies of this. But, like, dude, I love the book. I thought it was so great. Um, I'm sure everyone else is going to be really interested. It's a really cool concept. It's really well uh, executed, too. Um, is there any chance of you doing, like, a day two situation where, like, you continue the story in the future? Or do you want to, like, go on to new worlds and different things you have going on? I
2: do have ideas for, like, other complete different series. But... If I do want to continue the world like if it goes big and people want to see more, I have ideas too like cool. I want to kind of introduce more groom Reapers. You're going to see eventually throughout the issues. It's not going to be just Gwen, you know. Some are going to be helping her, some might have their own agendas whatever it is. So I feel like with all the characters I have planned, like we can have them do other things. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: dude. Um so right now what are like your biggest issues and like hindrances when you're trying to write and get stuff done like what gets in the way when do when do you write what's your like process actually like do you have to write in complete silence do you like have music on what do you do
2: i actually just throw on like a random movie usually just to have something to kind of look at like for two three minutes whenever i kind of stumble on what i'm writing or can't think of something and sometimes they even inspire ideas so yeah i usually just throw on a movie as far as like hindrances and things like that. in terms of writing I don't have any but there was kind of one weird one that sparked the whole thing with the first issue. So I, I haven't I didn't have the bonus version yet by the time you guys met at the con. I don't mm-hmm. think either of you guys have it. I would love to send it to you. but I have a completely different version of issue one right mm-hmm. It's a whole different art style. The whole reason why that happened is because my original artist, his name is Mac Radwanski. He's the one who did that version. That was actually going to be the original incarnation of Lost Between Worlds. But there was a moment where like he wasn't communicating back. It was like about almost a month of like lack of communication. I was starting to get worried and I was like, oh man, are we going to still be able to do this? I don't know. So I started looking up like other artists because I was like, it's not too deep into the project to kind of start over. So I found the artist. We started working on it. Finally, Mac uh, messaged me back. He was having kind of health issues. So I was like, okay, I kind of get it. Like, I wish he would respond earlier, but whatever, I get it. So it kind of like, well, now I have two comics for him, right? So should I keep two or should I stop one? I decided, you know what? Maybe it's kind of a unique idea to keep both going. So that way it's like, oh, I have an alternate reality, right? Where in this version, it's the same events, but just some little differences here and there. And the idea would be that every issue after that would have a different art style. So it's kind of like helping out artists, you know, put their name out there, working for a lot of different people. And I just thought it'd be a cool idea. For now, it's been put on hold because I wanted to kind of keep things simple with the second issue since I have a baby coming soon. But uh, it's an idea I want to
0: come back to. Very cool, dude. Um that was, I was actually going to bring that up cuz I was like okay. you you say you don't have many hindrances with the writing. How do you how do you imagine that it's going to be with the, like the new baby and stuff? Do you think you're going <laughs> to be able to carve time out and get stuff done or you know like how's that how's that hustle going to work with the baby? It's tough. I feel, like, I feel like I feel
1: like inserting the Bo Burnham laugh from his like most recent special. <laughs> 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 like, like you know like because like newborns are so demanding like they're, they so they're, demanding. they're wonderful and i love them and they're amazing but they are so demanding don't let's so. even
0: lie to you don't let's
1: lie to you it's
0: no it's great it, it is great but like holy crap man like it was so tough for me like i wrote my novel when like atlas was a baby like when he was like first born and it was like little sections of time when he was napping and it was like barely it was like exhausted (laughs) but it was like do you guys do you have like a plan set up where you're like i mean obviously you have like a really great partner and stuff but you know do you what do you what do you fear like what do you think might happen
2: well for now i actually i'm almost done writing issue three so at least i have that kind of buffer you know so we can just message with the artists and get that going as for issue four I don't have an idea yet. <laughs> I'm kind of just currently planning on like maybe trying to work with the missus and see like if hey, can we find one day or like a stretch of some hours where I can kind of do what I need? I don't know, we'll talk it out. But yeah, for now there's no plan.
1: <laughs> just well, the three is the buffer. We have the that advice mostly i mostly done. Um it all depends on the baby. So like cambria my firstborn, she like stopped napping after five months like she was like i'm done with this napping thing i'm never gonna nap again and like even in even in daycare she never napped she was just not a napper but my second born like chase she would literally take two three hour naps a day so like any days that was like you know like tina's at work and i'm home with chase like easy mode i would just put her in her crib and she would pass out for three hours and i could do whatever i want so i just hope you have a baby that's not you know wants a not nap. Very Make the yeah. right
0: baby, Edwin. Like, did you do a good job
1: or a bad job? That's what it's like. We're trying when you to went to the baby, baby store, when you <laughs> went to the baby store, did you, did you, did you? You go you know... to Build-A-Bear and you say, I want the baby package. <laughs>
0: right? Isn't that how this works, Stephen? That's what you said to me. I got my child. Are you not supposed to, to go to Build-A-Bear and girl. grab children? Like, that's what, that's what I got so your next uh next issue of Lost Between Worlds is it's it's live now on Kickstarter. It's it's a project that they love and rightfully so. It's freaking awesome. I can't wait for people to see it. Uh what what would you want people to know about it who like may, maybe they missed uh you know issue 1. Like what would make what do you think people should know to get them interested in this world and the book and like want to continue to read it? Mm, how
2: about this book shows off, well not shows off, but explains that there's actually an apocalypse happening. The first one kind of foreshadowed it, but this one confirms it. So I think uh, readers might be interested on in, like what this apocalypse is, the details on it, like what's Quinn going to do, how she's going to react. We're introducing new characters. So what is what's their story? How do they what's their role in the whole process, the whole story? So I feel like those are some of the things to look forward to. The first issue had no action because we kind of want to do like a character driven thing. Yeah, you hear that, right? You want me to? <laughs>
0: No, I'll tell you Donald. what just happened. I'll tell you what just happened. It's embarrassing and hilarious. <laughs> I'll tell you what just happened. So, I was seeing a reflection in Edwin's glasses and I was like, "Oh, is someone watching TV?" And then like, so I was like, through time, I was like, "What are they trying to watch?" And I had like <laughs> okay. You know it's funny? It's a reference to like that post I made where I was like, "How do you avoid lens
2: flare?" I have
0: all the time so i can't see i just take my glasses off (laughs) altogether so no dude but it's hilarious because i was like i'm sitting here trying to guess i'm like what is it new girl is it friends is it new girl and it's me (laughs) it's me i'm
1: seeing myself
0: i was like like, what is this show and i didn't i just noticed it when i moved my hands in the like i saw my my own gesticulation in the glasses and i was like oh it's this guy (laughs) So, it's anyway, the
2: shows we have issues.
0: <laughs> it was so funny. that was so funny. It's embarrassing, but that's so funny. Um, there, there's your intro yeah. for the episode. Oh yeah,
1: man. But like, it's it's so. I mean, an apocalypse is happening. That's got to be like pretty crazy for the realm of death, right? I mean, the realm of death, like during the apocalypse, like that's like a lot of souls to ferry, right? I mean, that's how that's where I, that's where my head's immediately going is like, there's probably going to be like so many entities just trying to, right? Or maybe I
2: don't know. <laughs> I don't want to give away too many details. Exactly. Uh it, 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 it it's it's an apocalypse that's definitely gonna affect both the world of the living and the dead. Awesome. That's why like everyone's kind of like, oh what the hell? Like we need to do something about yeah. this. It's not like oh humans, let them handle it on their own. No, like the grim reapers have to do something or else they're they're screwed as well.
0: Mm -hmm. three times the amount of work no one wants that
1: i'm I'm already i'm already working triple shifts right
0: they're gonna have one of those like handwritten notes just on the ferry boat that's just like no no one works anymore we all went home we all quit like just
1: river sticks is full people back up it's it's, it's too much
0: but um dude this is super exciting though um let me think um all right we talked about that we talked about the book we made sure people wanted to read the
1: book I love that you just John Mulaney did put your hands on your hips like, that. <laughs> what else do we want to talk what about? What else do we want to talk about? <laughs> Dude, I am a Muppet of a person, Stephen. I, I, like, I, I, I just wanted to like, you know, bring focus to that, piece. Like, I accepted it, but I'm like, you know, maybe the audience won't just accept this. You know what, Stephen? They will accept what you tell them to <laughs>
0: Not what I did. I was about to say, like, <laughs> you guys are flawless. I think you guys could do anything, and they're like, yo, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's Maybe. so silly. I'm, I'm glad you like the should push show that
1: boundary. Right? It's,
0: <laughs> it's so cool. Um, How did you – actually, I should ask you that. Like, how did you originally find the show? Did you see us on Twitter and, like, yeah. just watch? I, me and Steven, like we were talking earlier, we just kind of
2: met through that Final Fantasy post. Yeah. I think I eventually just saw that you guys were also working on a comic, which
0: got me, like, totally intrigued to check your stuff out,
2: and, yeah, just grew from there.
1: Oh cool
0: mm-hmm. man. Yeah dude, it's so crazy because like we're constant like I personally, my most recent issue has become um, I've taken that leap from like simply doing the things that like with the show that we want to do or that I want to do. And now I'm becoming more and more concerned when things aren't getting views or aren't getting likes. And I'm like, wait, wait, what did I do wrong? And I'm like, you know, so I'm trying to, but that's always wrong. Like you can't chase that tail of, you know, of like, it's impossible. It's impossible. So like, you know, and I know that, but it sucks because like emotionally, like reactively, like reactionarily, you know like i i have that reaction where like my body goes like wait what did i do why did, did i not do this enough this week you know like what what did i do wrong like i was like i was still me like the, that was a me you know i was like like i was wait do people like me less i have to be less me. <laughs> how do i be less me steven be more you and la- make you less me you know so it's. Just i like try I, I, i'm, give, I'm yeah, giving no, i get it so I, I say like i
2: get that feeling because for me i i kind of try not to be that like i want to I don't know. I, I get hypocritical about it. Cause sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I should appease the algorithm gods. Let me make more posts, even yep. if it's something I don't necessarily really want to post." Because I guess you just got to post often to get the word out there, get people to see your tweets. But then other times I'm like, man, "Just let the work show for itself." Like, why do I have to be posting all the time? Like, oh, if the people want to interact; they'll interact. If they want to see it; they'll mm-hmm. see it. Yep. I, it's a conflict back and forth for me between that. It's Dude, so I'm-
1: tough too. Like, it's it, it really is so tough to post links. Like. Because, like, I feel bad. I really do, and I shouldn't. I should just post as often as I can about what I do. But, like, I feel like I do owe them, like, you know, like me. You know, I'm not just – I'm not just this, but this is a huge part of me, you know. So I always – I'm just, I'm just trying to get past that part. You know, like, I just got to accept the fact that some people are probably going to mute me, but a lot of people aren't even seeing my, my links. Like, because I see it happen with my posts. Like, my that's, posts, like, some will catch and some won't. Yeah, that's what happens to me too, dude. And, like, <clears throat> my fear... My fear
0: is, like, the, the ratio situation with, like, entertainment versus, like, marketing situation. I guess everything, in a sense, is marketing us and marketing who we are as people. You know, because we're always, like, on Twitter, it's like, this is stuff I am. This is who I am is what I do. You know, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, whatever. Just like, everyone, you know, like everyone was saying. But, like, I do get – get af- I get afraid that if I only post links, like, if I'm like, oh, I need six, like, jokes and then a link that link becomes like an ad, you know what I mean? Like, and people just mindlessly scroll past ads, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. I'm scared of, of like falling into that trap of like, every time someone sees a link from me, it's just, oh, we don't need that one. You know what I'm like, crap, how do I get people to engage with the actual work? Because I know... Because you know anyone who watches the anyone who likes any of my tweets would like at least some of our show because like a lot of what our show is is stuff that we think about and stuff we joke around about and like you know stuff we would post on Twitter you know so it's like if you're liking that you probably like this check it out you know but it's so hard to get people to hit the subscribe button like actually you know take time out of their day to like sit down and watch it that's why like when we meet people who actually like give the show some time and like then like people like you where it's like you actually enjoy the show and you're a friend and it's just it's all kind of works together and it's cool that's those are like, that's my favorite part of the community building is like when we actually like the things that our friends are making. And it's so cool mm-hmm. to like share it and like support it. and like, To I grow love. in that and just
1: blossom together. It's, like
2: It's a double-edged sword because yeah, you want to do that. So you have that crowd that you really enjoy, that enjoys your product, that interacts with your stuff and they know what you like and they like it just as much. So that's why you got such a great community. community. But then you also want to grow that community, get more eyes on your yeah. book and stuff. And that's when it kind of becomes marketing and you're kind of like, oh, it's hard to find the perfect way to do
0: it, you yeah? know? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like the difference between like doing and being or it's like sometimes we like, because most of the time we're just being ourselves or just being silly. Then sometimes we're like, crap, we have to actively choose to try to find more people, you know? And it's like, that's weird, you know? To try to be like, Because, you know, I'm constantly in the state of, like, thinking about the edit of the show while I'm doing the show. And, like, so sometimes I'm thinking, like, wait, if someone's watching this for the first time, they don't know who Steven and I are, and they don't know what we've done. Like, but we're also on episode 85, so, like, they have 84 episodes they could look at, but they won't. They'll only see this one, and dang it, I have to tell them who I am as a whole. I'm like, I was born on a Wednesday! It was
1: raining! (laughs) We do, (laughs) yeah, we just start the episodes off with, like, like, the deep lore of We Have Issues spawns in the years of... me! <laughs> Last time on We Have Issues. Previously on We dude, Have you Issues. Dude, you know what we need, dude? Anthony, yep. we need to film a very, like, OC like 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 last time on on this like reality. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> you, have, you have me at the OC Feel the rain on your skin or sun, not the rain. <laughs> well, in our in our case, it's the rain on our skin. It's not wait the sun. Wait, wait wait. Are you thinking of the hills? Oh, it is the Hills. You're thinking the of, OC uh, also, but no, I know the OC also has that cool guy that we like too, or yes. did like,
0: yes. It had Seth, Seth Cohen, that, Adam Brody. Yep. Seth,
1: that's too. exactly what I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah. I mean, that guy was like, I remember a better lurking version of me in high school. I was just like, I want to be that guy. He's rich. He's good looking. He likes comics. He makes them. I'm like, I'm all about this.
1: I wonder how many like uh, coattails you ran off of that because you like, kind of looked like him. You know what I'm saying? People are yeah. like, I want to date that least, guy.
0: At least half a coattail. I don't know what coattails <laughs> are, Steven. I'm not rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that <a> <laughs> the that you <laughs>
0: My coats can never afford tails. They're mostly hoodies, and they came from Walmart. <laughs>
1: you know where we messed up as men is when we decided that like we shouldn't wear wigs anymore. Like I feel like
0: and makeup, steven I and like, you, you need the makeup, the wigs. We need silly teeth, and we need silly coats.
1: I don't know. What I want, want like. Back. Yep, glam rock is back, but Dude. like, but like much cooler, like. We're awesome. You know, we're, we're 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 cool. We're cool guys, but not like cool guys. You know what I'm saying? I think there was ever like an
0: Irish glam rock band that was shamrock?
1: Oh maybe that's our new genre. And I'm obviously <laughs> the front man of that 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 band. Yeah.
0: I mean I can't do it.
1: Oh you don't do that. He's like just like baddie. <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> Do the Irish use bagpipes as well? I know that's a Scottish thing, but do the Irish also incorporate the, they, so the pipes many, of bag?
0: At least I of them have to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like by there's, law, a few, there's
1: a few Scots that got mixed up, yeah. and they're just like, uh, this is home now.
2: I mean, there's an Irish wrestler who has bagpipes in his theme, so... I'll there you go. go. People <laughs> are just like,
1: yeah, that's what red-faced
0: you know,
1: white people do. They play bagpipes. <laughs> that's just their thing.
0: Oh, man. So, alright, so let's get back a little back on track. <laughs> anyway, Um, how long do you have left on the the Kickstarter campaign this time? We got twenty eight days left. We're only on day two. So go check out Edwin's uh, Kickstarter, dude. It does look awesome. I can't wait. Um, what do you think about coming back on the show toward the end of the campaign for like one last like push? Hurrah! Like we'll we'll catch up with you a little bit and see how it's going. Like what you went through along the way. Yeah, let's
2: do it. I'd love to.
0: Awesome, dude. I like. I'm always excited for you. Because like. (laughs) um okay so like before before we go or like wrap up or anything what did like did you do anything different this time than you did your first kickstarter like are you doing anything to like try to you know expand it a little or like are you doing anything different or are you like nailed it like you know how's it going i'll be honest
2: i i am doing one thing different but i kind of scaled it back because like i said i didn't want to promise too much that i wouldn't be able to do because like i said the baby's going to be here in a month so by the time i would have to do those things i probably wouldn't be able to so I kind of scaled it back a little. But what I tried this campaign was to do uh, what I'm calling like comic book store tiers. So I know, at least on Instagram, I have some followers who run comic book stores. I thought it'd be kind of cool to maybe give them the option to like buy 10, 20 books and just sell them at their store or do whatever and get the work, get the book out even more like that. So that's what we're that's trying pretty, to do.
1: And honestly, that's really smart. And I think maybe that's something that we could probably even include in the yeah, in in sure, future dude. Kickstarters for us.
0: Yeah, we're here just to like, siphon your you ideas. That.
1: Yeah. that's We need all your, you tell <laughs> us. <No.
0: laughs> Up for grabs. Not copyrighted yet. No, Actually, I, I don't
2: know if you guys are planning on copywriting your books. I've been in the process like five months already and it's still not gone through. It takes really? a while.
1: Yeah, we, we probably should do that at some point. Like I know this doesn't really count as a copyright, but we at least have like video evidence and progress work of everything that we're working on and, and something, you know, it's something to base a claim on if we have to, but yeah, we probably should look into that, huh?
0: <laughs> I have no
1: concerns. Come at me,
0: Fox slash Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but um, dude, it's, it's awesome. It's been awesome to talk to you. Um, what do you, so now that you're like headlong or like you're, early in the campaign you just launched uh what are you actually actively doing to like get people interested like uh, you know shows like this obviously but like what other sort of stuff are you doing to try to get you know attention onto the kickstarter
2: i'm just promoting everywhere facebook instagram twitter reddit discord like pretty much anywhere i can think of Uh, last campaign i did like an instagram ad this time i might try that maybe throw in a facebook ad i don't really know how much traction i actually gets but it's worth a shot you know and yeah. yeah just literally telling anybody and everyone
0: yeah for sure dude um i mean i guess like yeah casting your net like as as wide as you can like is always probably the best you know like um what did you happen to notice anything that you did in your first campaign like or do you know where most of your funds came from your first campaign like was it a particular social media site or anything like that i think most if i'm gonna be honest because i
2: didn't do what most people do where they have a pre-launch page for a long time or maybe even before that just like put their work out there for like months i kind of started almost from scratch so i uh, will admit most of the funds were friends and families like maybe 60 40 something like that nice. so it was kind of like facebook and just interacting like yeah. that at the time, I was kind of focusing more on Instagram because Twitter I didn't even have too
1: many followers. Right. But
2: now it seems like, yeah, Twitter is where you get in everything. So, yeah, focusing more on Twitter lately.
1: Twitter's really good at meeting people from around the world very swiftly, dude. like oh, yeah, spreading Twitter. your name across all corners of the globe, basically.
0: Absolutely, dude. Twitter has been, like, instrumental in, like, our, like, success as a whole, you know? Like, it's it's been so fantastic. Um, I do want to ask you, though, because, like, we had a difference, I noticed, in our campaign. So... Like, first of all, it's amazing. Congratulations on your first campaign being so you know, successful and your family actually supporting you. That's so cool. Like, it's always so cool when you have like people because they don't have to, and it's great when they actually show up for you because you can't expect it. Um, but so far, I know it's only day two though, so it's really hard to say, but like so far, have you noticed there being like a drop or a, a lift or an escalation um, with your family on, on Facebook? Like, how's that? Are they more interested now or do they seem to not notice yet? We're on day two, so it's kind of hard to tell, yeah. but I, <laughs> I do see what you're saying.
2: Like, yeah, it's now kind of the opposite and more strangers and friends okay. on Twitter and things like that have supported it than friends and family. I feel like they're probably just waiting to see like, oh, let's that see sucks. how well it does before I kind of help out again or something. Cause I know a lot of my family just helped to help. Like yeah. I funny. even have some of their books. They didn't end up putting their shipping address. So like I have to give it to them personally, but like, oh. you no, know, that's how it is. So yeah. yeah.
0: No, I mean, that's great. Like, I mean, the intention is everything. That's freaking, that's phenomenal. And like, same thing happened to us. That's why I asked, because like our first campaign, our aunts and uncles, like a bunch of people like put in, they wanted the book and they're like, all right, we're going to support you or your first book. And our second campaign, it was like, Fewer people, you know, like fewer people we knew in our real lives. So like Steven's sister, like, you know, like few people that I'm going to throw shade at right now. I have this list in my <laughs> but, pocket.
1: But, but <laughs> the opposite of throwing shade, I got I to throw some light, you know, energy. Uncle Chris coming through with, with
0: like, so Steven's uncle, uncle Chris. Okay. So our goal, like our game right now, my game, I'll tell you is I want to always be successful without Stephen's Uncle Chris. Yeah, that's, that's what I want.
1: Like, yeah, we is, have to like, we have to outpace whatever he does. It's yeah. Basically, like, Steve, first of all, because he's like so amazing.
0: Thank you, and I love you to Stephen's Uncle Chris. I don't believe I've ever actually met him. I've met. He's a like lot the of sweetest people, man in the entire but, world. He really um, is. So, so Stephen's Uncle Chris has dropped like serious scrooge mcduck bucks on both of our campaigns um like early on just like showered and i like i didn't know this was a thing i was like steven do you know this person who loves us both you know like what (laughs) like yes he loves me and i was like oh now i need people to love me as well (laughs) Um, but like my fear with that kind of thing is like although like you know i'm sure like he is wonderful and steven knows him and they're like you know maybe he will support us forever you know but like it still feels like cheating to have that like if it helps you to a certain extent so i was like in both cases i was like i need to know that we could have done it without him you know so i was like yeah, and we I did really, in both cases we did in both cases we like way overshot and i was like yes didn't
1: need you chris still love you can't believe you're such a good guy but like Ha! ha, Take that! And and I I get to it. I get what you're saying too, because it it's it's such an amazing thing, and it gives us the boost that we need to be able to easily do things. But you also like fear that your your validity is at question. Like, am I a comic book writer? Am I a comic book artist? Or am I just you know? You want to know that
2: you can do it on your own.
1: Yeah, yeah but, exactly. but I want to know that that's
0: still there, the people actually are interested in that the book is selling based on a merit and not based on the fact that Stephen's uncle loves me specifically.
1: <laughs> but, but Chris, don't go as far as Shaquille O'Neal does. Like, he's not giving his kids anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's like, you earn it. <laughs> no,
0: um, I, I like I told Steven last time that like or like Steven I've talked about this we're like I'm gonna continue to just put higher and higher like like tiers on our comic and I'm just gonna see like good luck good luck Chris good luck Uncle Chris like if you you you... eventually be called the Uncle, the Uncle Chris, dear. Chris yeah. dear. <laughs> Dude, I'm not like... even kidding I will 100% do that on our next campaign. You watch. You heed my words. You heed my words.
1: There will be- it be even funnier watch. if I... someone beats him to it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Uncle Chris. He makes like a whole Twitter profile everything. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh,
0: man. That's amazing. So, Edwin, uh, every week we kind of end with like talking about what we're going to do this week. So, like, what are you going to do this week? gonna see if i can finish writing issue
2: three gonna continue promoting the, the campaign for issue two and i've kind of been putting the motion comic project i've had on the back burner but i yeah i'm gonna try and reach out to my voice actors and get that going as well trying to do as much as i can for the
0: baby oh yeah dude, mm-hmm. of course steven what are you doing this week
1: uh i gotta start working on 17 page 17 so i'll have page 17 done by next month me- monday yeah we're filming late this week
0: yeah. Oh my god. Um, but dude, I okay. So yeah, I'm yeah, gonna color. Crazy. I'm gonna color one page, and I'm also going to. Well, I'm, I have to finish cleaning my room, guys. I know that's not a comic book related thing, but like, I've let my life slip away. Dude,
1: dude. <laughs> I, I hope I. Can, I don't even know if I'll be able to show you, but like, it looks relatively good, right? Oh, it's great. But it's like, great. see ah. this? Those are blankets just covering piles of like. <laughs> Our comics, our shipping materials, because I don't even know where to put this stuff anymore. Like, my my man cave has just got too many personalities in it, and I just don't know. It's like guitar wall, you know, Zelda wall. It's just too much. I just got to figure out some sort of organization. Yeah, dude. So, like, I've,
0: I've been... I've been spending a lot of time over my girlfriend's house and we're like, you know, over there just like with the kids and doing stuff and then when I come home I'm trying to color. So I, you know, and like color and go on like Twitter and like market stuff and you know, do all that stuff and edit of course um so I've just been like slowly letting my room go and like I noticed like I, I like look around I'm like oh no what is happening like it's all like coming into focus and I'm just like oh so I've been like, <laughs> like oh,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: seriously it's like it's encroaching so I'm, I'm like I'm gonna clean up my life and like get back in order but I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to color at least one page I'm gonna edit this podcast um and I dude I really want to I'm going to finish outlining Issue 2 is what I want to do. Awesome. Like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do Because I'm like, I'm ready to like jump into Issue 2 and get it going. Because Steven's almost done with these, these pages. And I Thanks, can't forget. Yep. Edwin, where can the people find you? And what do you want them to know about you? And, you know, all that stuff. Uh, you can find me at Twitter. Let's see if I don't
2: confuse these. I sometimes confuse these. I believe my Twitter is Lost Between World 1. And my Instagram is Lost underscore between underscore worlds and my facebook is lost between worlds book series and uh yeah uh you can find me on any of those places i also have my own website lost between and yeah any, any of there
0: awesome dude thank find you find so- at your
2: local florida con
0: maybe too yeah man thank you so much for joining us um i hope we get to do another con together soon we have to talk about that on twitter we'll figure it all out we'll we'll plan it out because like that was so much fun i would love to like get together with you guys again i mean i know you're gonna have the baby coming soon so it's it's gonna be tough to, to you know The one we
2: went to i think they're doing another one in november or something like yeah.
0: that maybe we'll see what did happens. we
1: sign up for SpaceCon con yet or no?
0: no i have to do that i forgot about that yes okay I'll, i do that I'll do that. We should,
1: prob- we should probably do that, right? No. Yeah, or, or, should, or, or should we just wait for the November one? No. I don't we'll know. Do
0: both, Stephen. Let's do both. I'm down. I'm down do to do all, both. all cons. All the time. We're pro con, Stephen. We're pro-con. <sighs> Way Listen. to be.
1: Sock on.
0: <laughs> so, okay. Um, thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're only listening on one of the various podcast apps, thank you. We love you, we love you. Thank you, JD.
1: Uh, we we just want to give the JD shout out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but thank you all. You're also amazing. Please go check out Edwin's book. It really is fantastic. I know for a fact it's gonna make it, but it will especially make it if you go and help. We need you. We need you. If you made it this far in the episode, you're gonna go help, right? Like you love us, we love you, like we're all we're all family here. Like you're gonna get an ostrich. We need to listen
1: we need to listen to Milano being like with just these two quarters. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs>
0: yes. Go check it out. You don't want me to continue to post like over and over and over on Twitter like I did with uh, with the other buddy. Like you don't you don't want that. No one wants that. You want my silly bad dad jokes. You want Steven to 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 post his awesome Pokemon stuff. You don't want us just to post links over and over. So go, just mm. go do the thing. Go do the thing. But anyway, thank you all. Thank you all so much. We love you. Um, Edwin, you're amazing. Thank you for joining us. Steven, I love you.
1: Love you too, Anthony.
0: Yeah, alright hey, guys, this has been great I can't wait to talk to you again, we'll plan it for the it. End of Kickstarter
2: Yeah man, let's do it, I'm
0: down Later right. for me and Gwen right. Thank you all again, this has been episode 85 of We Have Issues I'm Anthony, and I'm Stevie Wildcard And we'll see I- you next time <laughs>
2: There's a few hours okay. left for the early bird discount If anyone wants to get in on that Actually wait, I think by the time it comes out It'll be this, done, this, so never mind It's tomorrow,
0: so when does the early bird discount come out? I so? think it ends at like 12 tomorrow Oh, uh, okay, okay yeah.
1: so, but still, As you're watching this, you will not. You will no longer get it You are no longer you're the early bird You guys, you got there earlier yeah. The worm is the still special. there I mean, I shouldn't
0: point down when I say the worm is still there That's not, <laughs> that's not what a thing That's not, I mean, that's a thing Stop it, okay I don't
1: want to that